You're listening to the Weekly Windown. On today's episode, the guys wrap up 2018 by counting down some of their favorite movies, games, and sports moments. Brian Welcome to the Weekly Windown. I'm Brent, and then I'm joined as always by Kels and Simon. Hey. Hey, hey. How was your guys' uh, Christmas there? I know we did a little episode, but uh, let the people know, I guess, how the rest of the day went. Yeah, it was uh, It was really nice. I uh, just hung out at home with uh, Grandma and Mom and Dad and my brother and his girlfriend, and it was nice and relaxing and just had a really wonderful, nice turkey dinner. Nice. With mashed potatoes and gravy and stovetop stuff. I was going to say, did you have the stovetop stuff? Oh, stuffing? yeah. <laughs> That's your yeah. favorite. Oh, I love it. Nice. Stovetop stuffing. Mmm. <laughs> for days. Nice. My Christmas was good. It was... I wouldn't say that Christmas Day itself was relaxing as I spent most of the day lying on the floor because my back blew up the night oh, before. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> got halfway through church the night before and I was like, oh, that doesn't feel good. And by the time I got home, I like couldn't move my arm and <laughs> everything just packed up on me, but... But fortunately, it was much better on Boxing Day, so I don't know what the heck I did. Is it just like a pinched nerve then, I think so, or something. But uh, a few uh, painkillers and lying on the floor seemed to help a little bit, so... Yeah, fortunately, it was just a one-day ordeal, so I'm, I'm, I'm back in action <laughs> yeah. now, yeah. My age, you never know what could happen. Yeah. 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 Uh, Brad, how about you, man? Oh, it was good. You know, we just got up early, did uh, presents, and then... Uh, Pretty much just ate chocolate and food and <laughs> yeah. everything that uh, for like two days that I'm allowed to do. So yeah, well, Christmas is really yeah. just one big like cheat week, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, calories man. don't count when it's Christmas That's and right. camping. That's yeah. true. It's all free calories. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I can empathize with you with your back there, Simon. Uh, I uh, went out to reach down and pick up a game once and I threw <laughs> on my back, and then the next day. Uh, I couldn't get out of bed. Like I would, it's like, you know how we don't, well, you probably do. Cause you're like a body of a 125 yeah. year old yeah. man, but it's yeah. like, it, it, when it's impossible to get out of bed, like it hurts yeah. to like sit up. That was me. It was and a little was bit like, like that Christmas morning. What is going on? Well, it was actually funny. Cause I, I, I slept pretty well on Christmas Eve, like, and when I woke up Christmas morning, I was like, oh, maybe it's actually all right. And I like went to get out of bed like fairly swiftly. And it was like, oh, no. And just both collapsed on the ground. <laughs> Ouch. So New Year's is coming up here. You eyeing up any New Year's resolutions yet or still thinking? Uh, well, I always say I'm going to lose weight. <laughs> so I'm going to try and lose some weight. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, yeah. I, have you ever, have either of you guys ever like made a New Year's resolution and followed through on it because i'm trying to think if i have like oh it's like the most like oh, i don't i, I, I don't think really i've ever I have. yeah i don't think there's ever one i like i don't tend to really make many but yeah like last year probably yeah like you Kelsey, was like oh i'm gonna get in shape this year or something which to be fair in the spring i did but i don't think that was as a result of a new year's resolution i just decided i wanted to start running in the spring so but it, she also had kind of a significant like lifestyle change that yeah that's true and i had to cut out gluten, kind of so, help you yeah so. that did help a bit but uh yeah no i don't know i'll see if i make one for this year but i find it's best not to set yourself up for failure so yeah. that's right <laughs> yeah what is the quote from uh, dodgeball if i find if i don't have any goals in life i'm never disappointed <laughs> yeah. i tell you it feels phenomenal <laughs> yeah that's right so I guess to wrap up 
2018 here. I know you guys were excited to put together some some best of or your top top five, top ten favorite things in a couple of different categories here. So I don't know if one of you wants to kick that off. And yeah, I can start. Um, sure. So I guess we'll just start with sports, <coughs> okay. considering I'm sports. running this episode and I know how much it annoys Simon to go sports first. So oh, man, I'm always down for some sports. So <laughs> sports right. moments or what are you doing here? Um, I'm just going to go purely sports moments yeah. throughout the year and stuff like that. Cool. So at number five, I have uh, Vegas's first season. Mm. Mm. Um, I just thought like as an expansion team, this was going to be an absolute garbage team <laughs> and I have to give him props cause he's never right on sports, but Simon actually thought they were actually going to be better than they were. Mm-hmm. And they actually turned out to be a Stanley cup finalist. So yeah, I think I kind of said, I think I expected them to squeak into the playoffs. I certainly didn't expect them to go to the final, but I didn't think they were going to get more than 30 points, mm-hmm. honestly, yeah, which is fair players that they never like played together before. Mm-hmm. And like, Flurry, you know, like he's a great goalie, but sometimes he just yeah, lays no, an egg. No yeah. one, no one thought like Carlson would get you 30, 40 goals. So no, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but they just they played well together. Yeah. yeah so yeah, and then uh, number four, I have uh, the Eagles Super Bowl win, which is like a huge one. And you look at it when uh, Carson Wentz, who at that point during Week fourteen was probably NFL MVP, and then he tore his ACL was out for the rest of the year. So they had to have their backup quarterback come in. And he led them all the way to the Super Bowl. It wasn't great the whole time, but in the actual Super Bowl game was outstanding. Uh, there's like an, a great, the great play of the Philly special mm-hmm. when uh, they hut it to the running back. The running back laterals it to the tight end. The tight end throws it to the quarterback and it's a touchdown. So it was a, it was a really good Super Bowl. It was a 41-33 score. So mm-hmm. it was an outstanding game. I... Uh... Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be that close or like that high of a score either. And just to talk about that Philly special, when uh, the Patriots tried the Philly special. Oh, yeah. And, and failed. Then, yeah, there was a, 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 me- a meme that just like circulated and somebody photoshopped the football and replaced it with the Vince Lombardi trophy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Tom Brady's running and he's like trying to catch the Vince Lombardi trophy. <laughs> it just keeps falling. Yeah. Hands. <laughs> and then his wife goes on the record and says like, my husband can't catch a football worth of shit. <laughs> and so that's really funny. I mean, she makes most of the money in that relationship anyway. So. Oh, yeah. Well, Brady would, Brady's like taking pay cuts. Yeah. Because like his wife makes so much she more than him. makes a killing. Yeah. So I've forgotten who he's married to. Uh, some supermodel. I forget her yeah. name, but Giselle, she's like a supermodel. Giselle Bunchen. She's like, okay. yeah, the supermodel yeah. or whatever. So gotcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for number three, I have Ovi wins the Stanley Cup. And I thought this was kind of an earned one. You know, he played all his time. He's constantly lost to Crosby. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a pretty decent final. It was 4-1, so it wasn't ever close. But you look at that game, too, when uh, Shea Theodore shoots the puck around the glass and it hits one of the stanchions, pops out in front, and then Cody Eakin goes across the net to uh, Alex Tuck and then Holpe makes that stick save right on the line there. That was ridiculous. That was mm-hmm. insane. And yeah. it... Kept it from being a tie game, and then they get that split going back yeah. to Washington. If you if you uh, could read Ovechkin's lips after that save, I can guarantee you he didn't say fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was it was great. And it was just, like, really awesome to watch him celebrate it because I've really never seen someone celebrate it kind of like that mm-hmm. where he just 
genuinely was happy. To yeah, you could it. see the like relief or the <laughs> multiple monkeys off his back. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's just like it's about time. Like the guy is a great player. He's arguably the best goal scorer this generation has ever seen. Yeah. yeah. And like he's on pace. If he scores another like. 50 goals for the next, what, five years? <laughs> I think so. He'll beat Gretzky's goal record. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He'll, like, and he's on I pace to get, like... it's more of a testament to Gretzky than it will ever yeah. be to yeah. He'll get, like, he's on pace to get, like, what, 60-some goals this year if he keeps it up? Something stupid, Like, yeah. it's yeah. ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got to slow down eventually, you think, though. Oh, like, I, I think Gretzky's record is still going to be safe, but it's going to be close. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very, very close. Yeah, the guy's made a living from just one spot on the ice for his entire career. Did he get 50 last year? I'm pretty sure he did. I think I thought he did. Yeah, and he could probably yeah. easily do it. Well, this he's season. at 30 yeah. some already, isn't he? Uh, he's got to be pretty close. Yeah, like right. it was like crazy because I never think to take him in fantasy, mm-hmm. and he just he constantly frustrates me. And then, mm-hmm. well, my like friend Zimmer will always get him. And pretty sure him. he pretty sure he put up a hat trick against Montreal earlier <laughs> this year. Every so. time the Caps go on the power play, mm-hmm. Ovechkin's going to score if he's in that spot. Mm-hmm. Good luck. You're not saving that. Yeah. Uh, so then for number two, I have, uh, Tiger Woods' comeback in 2018. Mm. Um, he hadn't won since 2008 and he ended up in second in the PGA championships to Brooks Kepka. And it was a pretty great story. You know, he came back from spinal fusion surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, he obviously had like his more personal issues that went through the news, but mm-hmm. I thought the spinal fusion surgery was Probably the bigger news because the guy's been so injured. A yeah. lot of players go through probably personal things and stuff like that, but mm-hmm. uh, he kind of have no back a, left. He went through a lot too, like t- like Tiger. Yeah, he went through a lot. Yeah, <laughs> good story, Kels. Thanks, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Good addition. Yeah. Uh, so and then uh, Tour Championship was one of the last championships in the FedEx Cup, mm-hmm. and he ended up winning it with a minus eleven. I watched most of that. That was that was fun. Yeah, and the crowd I following the him down eighteen was probably one of the greatest like scenes in sports, and mm-hmm. I can remember it a long. Yeah, long time. I mean, you watch interviews with any other golfers or people that commentate golf and stuff and they just talk about how much he does for the sport of golf and or has done and and continues to do in terms of making it like a spectator sport essentially or just like you know getting people pumped up instead of just like sitting there slow clapping when somebody makes a nice chip you know i mean i'll never forget that the famous tiger shot right the uh i forget what tournaments you know what i'm talking about right where he's chipping from off the green and like the ball oh, like, it rolls. comes rolling down yeah. and like stops just before it falls in the hole and you can see the nike logo just like dip into the yeah. hole there like that's what oh, she wait. said no <laughs> no it's like i think the nike logo is on the bottom because i think like the big thing was always nike was always super mad that they could never they didn't was it upside down or what you mean no he uh i think it was on the bot like on the grass and then when it rolled in, you could see the Nike logo. Oh, that but it was? When oh, it okay. stopped, I think they wanted to have the Nike logo oh, just yeah. sitting well, there. Well, I'm sure they planned it. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no that yeah, was it's just definitely like, a great shot. So. Yeah, that was, that's just that yeah, was a, forever yeah, be his great, most Great story, shot. especially now if uh, what's next for Tiger. Like if he, like, I mean, he's got a great legacy. Like if he <laughs> retires. Well, yeah. hey, that wasn't done yet. You know, yeah. <laughs> he could retire. I mean, people won't forget about like his escapades. Um mm-hmm. Or whatnot, but yeah, he's got a good. He's had a great career. It's just cool to see him golfing back. well again. Yeah, yeah, and to come back after all that crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially after you guys' back problems over Christmas <laughs> yeah. and everything. I think you guys gives me gives it me too. hope that. Well, yeah, like yeah. he's a good role model. You know, like oh, mm-hmm. if a tire can well, it's not a great role model. And, but. Well, <laughs> for injury and coming okay, back from injury, there you go. Yeah, 
but yeah, not a great role model. Okay. Kids, don't do what Tiger Woods did. Mm-hmm. Don't cheat on your wives. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> yeah. I meant to say just wife. But <laughs> yeah. Each individually. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then for number one, I think this is like the main one in sports, especially for here, mm-hmm. uh, was the Humboldt uh, bus crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was It was never like, I remember me, Simon, and a bunch of our friends were actually out for supper one night. And I was driving home, and I heard it on the radio. That all I heard was uh, that there was a bu- uh, bus crash involving the Humble Broncos, mm-hmm. and they didn't really know what happened, but they had canceled the game. And then I kind of woke up in the next morning, and uh, I have this Bleacher Report app on my phone, mm-hmm. and I had a bunch of things from them, which they're mostly out of the states, so not very often that uh, Humble comes up and. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you heard that there was the 16 dead, um, 13 injured, mm-hmm. and uh, it was a really sad moment for all of Saskatchewan, I think, and for, it really yeah. brought, uh, it was, I just want to say, like, one really not cool, more re- neat thing was uh, watching that Chicago Blackhawks-Winnipeg Jets game mm-hmm. when they put uh, Broncos all on their backs instead yeah. of their names. It was a uh, really nice tribute. That yeah, was like in just go out piggybacking off that and going talking about other tributes. The Blue Jays too. Uh they were at home and they Strowman was pitching and he had Bronco like humble Broncos mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. on uh, etched into his hat. Yeah. And like Buck Martinez and whoever the other guy is that are commenting, like they just took him in it and they just like broke out of like the game. Yeah. To talk about the Broncos tragedy and just like it, it, it had a ripple effect. Well, not it resonated just, around North America and, and the entire world, the world, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. pretty much every North American sport that had a game that week, you know, had at least some kind of tribute to it. And yeah, I mean, it will be forever remembered as one of the greatest sports tragedies. And then the Rush, happened, so. like I had season tickets to the Rush. And so they transformed their field. They had all the, on the boards, they had all the players who were in the tra- in the crash. Oh, really? On... Their board, like everybody who was involved in the bus, mm-hmm. they had them on the boards, mm-hmm. and then just being at that game and just hearing "Let's go Broncos!" Right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go Broncos! I saw a video and of that after, like, yeah. It was, it was like, wow, chilling, yeah, very chilling. Yeah, yeah, certainly, yeah, certainly is probably for unfortunate reasons the most talked about sports event of the year. I guess, yeah, yeah, or sports related event. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just nice to see the whole world come together in such a tragedy and mm-hmm. like pull forces and combine them and give a bunch of money and donations. Like, I think the GoFundMe capped at like what, $15 million or something like that. Was it that much? I don't yeah, know. it was. Yeah. Like wow. it was the, I think it was the fourth most go funded GoFundMe page in the like GoFundMe history. Yeah. It was certainly up there. Yeah. But now Donald Trump's uh, wall is already at $10 million to go fund half the, <laughs> right. to like to fund the wall. Some stupid like, things out there, but yeah, <laughs> It's crazy. So did you do a sports list too? You or? know, I did. And actually, uh, Brent only... Any similarities? Brent only had one similarity. And yeah, okay. so um, I'll go with my number five here. Okay. So number five for me has to be when Case Keenum was uh, quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings in the divisional playoff against the New Orleans Saints. And the Saints were winning. There was like five seconds left. And the uh, the Vikings were on their own 40, I think. So final play, game over. Saints are going to go through and play the Eagles. But mm-hmm. Case Keenum did the impossible. Like, mm-hmm. He finds he finds what you would think would be a receiver in a cover, 
Like he was covered. This uh, Stefan Diggs was his name. He was covered by a New Orleans Saints defender. I forget his name, but I don't think he's playing anymore. No, I think he is. He was a pretty decent rookie, actually, the whole year. Okay. But, like, Stefan Diggs catches the ball, somehow doesn't get tackled because the this coverage guy just, like... I think he went to try to blow him up, and he missed horribly. Yeah, so it was an epic <laughs> fail. Yeah. So then Stefan Diggs is wide open, runs into the end zone. You can even hear the announcers going crazy. Like, you know how the Buffalo Sabres announcer guy goes, yeah. Let's go! So it was kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Uh, <clears throat> so that was wild. And, like, I was at home. My mom's a huge Saints fan. And she's also a Patriots fan. So I don't know how that works. <laughs> but whatever. I'll let her have it. Love you, Mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, we were just all jumping up. Like, yes! Mm-hmm. The Saints are out! But actually, I was a huge fan of the Saints here last week. So <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of a... Hopper as well. Yeah. Uh, well, you know when my Colts need help from other teams. Anyway, I digress, which I always do. But <laughs> so that's my number five. Uh, Case Keenum making that play, but it's too bad now that he's playing on a dumpster fire of a team. <laughs> but because I think he was a pretty good quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, my number four was um, Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Actually, so uh, the Riders' twelve and six season uh, overcame lots of expectations, at least mine. Because um, they were, I mean, kind of almost favorites to win the Great Cup at one point. But then when uh, Zach Kalaros, their starting QB, was ruled out of a concussion in the Western semifinal, which was the first time they hosted a playoff game in five years since they'd won the Great Cup in 2013. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like almost like a prophecy. Like, is the prophecy going to get fulfilled? Because last time we hosted a playoff game, we won the Grey Cup, but no. Um, Brandon can't escape out of the pocket. Bridge uh, did not play very well. <laughs> and so I'm not a fan of Brandon Bridge. You guys probably already know that by now, but <clears throat> had a terrible game. A lot can be argued that he didn't really get a fair chance to build his confidence. Mm-hmm. But then I counter argue with that. He's got about like 63 starts as a Saskatchewan Rough Rider, so I don't know how many more games you need to give a guy yeah. I mean, they, to build confidence. They took him out on that one good drive that he was doing, and then they put in that Watford, and they yeah, gained, like, that was yard. dumb. That yeah. was a that was a total coaching yeah. call, um, and that was dumb. But yeah. still, like, I don't know. There, it's, I'm not trying. Like, it was still a good season. Though. It was a great season. Yeah. I mean, so, well, and they didn't start well either, did they? No, I they, they lost a yeah, few at the beginning. They lost to Montreal, was, yeah. which is like embarrassing. Yeah. So yeah, of those six losses, like you know, a lot of them were at early parts of the season, and they were the only team to beat Calgary mm-hmm. two out of three times. Didn't we get season. on like a six or seven game winning streak at some point? Uh, I think the most we had was six. Okay, yeah. Um, so that was my number four. Mm-hmm. Um, now I was reading my notes here. It's kind of like a flow chart. <laughs> uh, my number three. Mm-hmm. Is the Team Canada World Juniors uh, winning gold for the first time since 2015 um, this year versus Sweden? Oh, and I thought you were like prophesizing no, here what's no, going to no. come in the coming so, weeks here. Okay, so they won the they won the gold medal game against Sweden, yeah. and it's only the second time in nine years that Canada has won gold. So that just says a lot about other teams mm-hmm. in general that are getting a lot better because Canada it was like it was like oh we could write this. Story over and over again, at least in women's hockey. Yeah. Well, Canada-US final. Mm-hmm. 
And were yeah, we wrong? Nope. Nice to see, yeah, it developing and more in other countries and having some great. competition. Yeah. Because except, then, except in Denmark, apparently. Yeah, so. oh, yeah, yeah. that was a rough one last So year. this year's uh, competition, if you haven't watched, Canada put up two touchdowns <laughs> and two, added two extra point converts yeah. to beat... Uh, Denmark fourteen nothing, which I think is pretty impressive to do that on ice to put up two football scores. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping they'd at least like get one just to break the shutout. Yeah, well, know? exactly. When they got that penalty shot there, I was like, oh, please score! And he yeah. just like dubs a bad shot. And I, sh- I would have given that goalie who got peppered, there, uh, the player of the game because mm-hmm. the coach didn't pull him out. And I was like criticizing the coach, of the Denmark at the start, because while I thought Canada's second goal was offside, it looked offside. I guess it wasn't because. The one player decided to wait to play the puck until the other guy came over, yeah. which I guess is the thing. But that just goes to show, even though he didn't challenge that, that just goes to show that your coach packed it in before the game started. So that begs to uh, ask the question here. Do a lot of these second-rate hockey teams, when they go up against like teams like Canada, Russia, or the U.S., do they go to the bench? Do they like talk beforehand in the locker room and say, okay, boys, let's just try to keep it under 10? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because... Obviously, well, surely they know they're going to lose, but they probably, I mean, you would think a good coach would not be like, well, we're going to lose, boys. So, you know, the part's like, you know, well, yeah, best. I think there's like embrace it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I, I think their goal is just to get back into next year's tournament. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, cause there's like teams like Kazakhstan in this year and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So you're looking like you just want to return and that way you can always continue to develop your players. Mm-hmm. And big props to Denmark because the, they've been back for like five years in a row. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is pretty impressive for like. I mean, they have a, a ton uh, of NHL talent. A like, country not a ton, but that, they have quite a few. Yeah, because the country's like super tiny, isn't it? Yeah, it's not very big. Mm-hmm. But they got some good. Uh, they got some good players mm-hmm. coming out of there, like Freddie Anderson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or Nick Ehlers. Oh yeah, Ehlers is Danish. Yeah, and that's he cool. Is, yeah. yeah. So uh, it's just nice that I was just going to add the European competition. Um, <laughs> number three. Sorry. No, no, that two. was number three. Number two. Yeah. Number two. My number two is Ovechkin winning the cup okay. and uh, him going on a party for like two months. <laughs> two months, yeah. And like the fact that they're going to ba- ban cake stands or they're thinking about it, like, come on. Like, <laughs> Ovechkin deserved it. Yeah. Like, he. <laughs> That guy's a legend. Oh, they, they even did with like Jimmy Fallon too. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. They Jimmy Fallon had him on their show and it was like Hopi and Ovechkin, I think, and they held him up in there and yeah. did a keg stand. Mm-hmm. And now, my number one sports favorite moment of all time mm-hmm. of the last of year 2018. of twenty eighteen yeah. was the laughing stock of the world soccer to eight years ago. Rising to the occasion and absolutely putting on a clinic and wiping the floor off of every other country and winning its second World Cup in all competitions. Team France, yeah, on the biggest stage in the world, putting up four against Croatia, who I also like. They're, I think, they're a solid team, but I really wanted England to get there because the France England World Cup. Could you just imagine the chirps? That we would have been having back and forth. Somewhere. Yeah, I wanted. I mean, I, I must say, England far exceeded well exceeded anyone's expectations, really. Yeah. But I mean, that was such an entertaining run that they had. It was just like all the games were just so fun, and to watch um, uh, Harry, what's his name, Harry, Harry, Harry Kane. Kane. Thank you. Yeah, I, I don't know how many goals he scored, scored, but it was a ton. Yeah, yeah, it was it was good. Like I enjoy 
France, like they have like great players like Griezmann, Pogba. Uh, even like you go, like I've always liked Loris. He's I love you. Uh, yeah, Lloris. he's. He never seems like he's, he should be a good goalie. He's just like he seems like a little kid, mm-hmm. but he's, he's just he's really good and mm-hmm. he's really agile and mm-hmm. they have some really talent. Like the talent coming out of there is just like a factory. It's almost kind of like Canada through hockey. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy out. how their all-star player Kylian Mbappe, mm-hmm. like how fast he is. Yeah. If you watch some of those games, mm-hmm. it's like 20. Connor McDavid on the soccer field. Like yeah. I'm not even joking. Like. Blowing past people, yeah. and yeah, he's only twenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's only going to be faster and better the next uh, big competition. Mm-hmm. Also, Which, they went through like a super tough like round of like eliminations. Like they had Belgium, they had Argentina, then they had Belgium. Yeah, and then they had Croatia. Croatia, but they had someone before that. Yeah, it's probably like a dud or something. Like no, it wasn't. I think yeah. it was. I can't remember. Anyway, yeah. they had a hard. They had the harder road to get to yeah. the final. Mm-hmm. Like England had a good road to. There's was there's their pool was not super no. tough. But. And I guess also the other surprise and shocker was Germany losing to, was it Korea two nothing? Yeah, I think they lost. Korea. And Korea had never beaten Germany ever yeah. in any soccer. Yeah, there was a lot of great upsets and just like awesome stories out of out of countries that you wouldn't expect to be able to win a game at all, you know, or score and, and that one and scored goal. So, yeah. And so that concludes Kelso's top five sports well, moments I'm, of the year. How I'm, about your sports? I'm glad that you, uh, I'm glad that you brought up soccer. I was just thinking ahead here. I might have one lined up for next year coming up <laughs> oh, here. Here we go. Looking at how Liverpool's pulling away in the standings. Now, here. now don't yeah. put the cart before the horse. Here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to jinx it here. I better knock on wood, but yeah, I don't know. It was pretty exciting to see them. Gain well, it was just really exciting to see City lose. Really, this week was was uh, yeah. I don't really like City, but yeah. yeah, they've had their cake already many times. So, but I think uh, I don't think City's dead in the water yet. No, oh, no, it's no. early oh, in no. the, early in especially because yeah. Man U still plays uh, Liverpool at home in yeah. Old Trafford once. Yeah. Well, and and uh, uh, Liverpool has play, has to play City again too. So yeah, in Manchester, I'm pretty sure, isn't oh, it too? Oh, so yeah. oh, so you did you because we guys, beat them you, at home. I'm yeah, pretty okay. sure, right? So yeah, so yeah. you'll go play them in City. I think yeah, it's one way or the other. But well, it could end up being like if so, if Liverpool drops those two games and City wins those two games. I mean, let's whatever. be honest, we're not going to lose. And then there would be a tie. It would go in goals, right? If the two oh, teams they're, tied. they're tied on goal difference right now, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it, how I do mean, you there's fixed. How do you go? Like, I wonder what the next tiebreaker is. And the then. seasons, I don't even know if the season's half over yet. It's pretty early to be. No, I, I think it just went to yeah, half. Yeah, it might be. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone's expecting Liverpool to go undefeated this year. So, no. They're, they're, they're I think definitely they, weak enough defensively that they'll yeah. lose a game. Ah, oh, man. They're like super good defensively. Well, it's getting they're better. Like seven. Like, you guys Van Dyke is like. Incredible. Liverpool yeah. is Liverpool is crazy. I can't believe I'm saying that because it goes against every grain in my soul. <laughs> yeah. As being a Man U fan, like Liverpool is like our arch rivals. It's so much fun to watch right now because they have so much talent up front. I mean, yeah, defensively they've gotten better. I think it also helps that they have like arguably one of the best goaltenders in the world now. Yeah, goalkeepers. Yeah, but yeah, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, I haven't jinxed it and I'll keep chugging. But 
Okay. Uh, what do you want to move on to next? Your movies or what? Uh, let's do Kelsey's top five games, I think. All right. That'd be a good one. Oh, me as the top five games. I wonder if you boys have prepared well, a I've, top five. I've, I've got like my top five games I played this year, but I don't think any of them came out in 2018. <laughs> you know, and so. if that's the rule, then that's fine. Because I picked all the ones that are 2018 because I'm a gamer. Sure. Well, let's see what yeah. you got here. All right. So starting at number five, mm-hmm. this one, I got to go with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. It's fun and hard, and I'm also terrible at the game. <laughs> um, Pikachu is like my top champion, mm-hmm. so I started with Pikachu to see like, oh man, like this will be easy. No, I like like even the easiest computers were crushing me, <laughs> and like this game is hard, and like every every Smash character has like a save where like to get them out of like falling off and dying. Yeah, and like. Pikachu's is hard. I remember it being like up joystick and like right C, left C, and like being saved. Now I don't even know what to really push. <laughs> like, look, it's like I guess I haven't played a Smash Bros like religiously since the original in the N64. Oh yeah. So it was good. Um, there's a new like there's seventy plus characters to yeah, be unlocked, and so that's super awesome, and it just makes you want to keep playing. Uh, there's a new adventure mode, which I really, really like. Um, so instead of just having like a classic mode, you start off as one champion and you got to unlock all these other characters. And so you go through like a map, kind of like Super Mario World. But instead of like stages, each like little circle is like another fight. And so in these fights, the computers have special abilities. And so you have to like strategize. So you have to like come up with a team because you get allies and mm-hmm. each ally has it's like a card and it has like abilities for you and so it's pretty cool because you actually get to strategize and plan and make a plan mm-hmm. um and yeah it's you can play up to eight players so we'll definitely have to rock smash sometime yeah, boys i'm also terrible at every smash game but it's fun that's okay i just button smash until i lose that's literally yeah, what yeah. i do I just have been doing because I got to unlock a lot of characters still. Mm-hmm. I so I just stand on the edge and I just pit like yeah. a like the punch button and like put it on the easiest difficulty. <laughs> yes, you can call me lame, but mm-hmm. a game's hard. <laughs> so that's my number five. Mm-hmm. Number four is has to be um, another game for the Switch called Octopath Traveler. And so this game is like the game of games. For classic art turn-based RPG fans, it's a game that everybody's been waiting for for many, many years since like the last good Final Fantasy, which was like 10, mm-hmm. which has like been like my goodness, like 16, 17 years now. That's dating me, getting old, boys. <laughs> um, so it pays it plays homage to the classic RPGs. It's got an incredible story. So you play as eight different champions or heroes like and they all have a class and they all have different abilities and like you can interchange four of them in your team and each character has a story like a chapter and like so there's like four chapters in each character so i've been playing that game for like 70 plus hours and i'm maybe only halfway done mm-hmm. so a game if that shows a lot about a game if that game can get me hooked and invested for that long yeah it's a great game and the music like the soundtrack for me it's, it's got to get nominated for something because <laughs> that com- like composers for that like it reminded me of like Nobuo Yoimatsu like when we were doing our Nintendo podcast I still wanted yeah. to chime in like Nobuo Yoimatsu it's got to be one of the greatest video game composers of all time 
And if you guys have ever played the Final Fantasy games, like he did the music for Final Fantasy and arguably the greatest game of all time, Chrono Trigger. And he's also got like a metal band called the Black Mages, and they do a lot of Final Fantasy stuff. Um, so that's my number four. My number three is Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, that game just blew me away. I still have yet to finish any. Like I barely even scratched the surface of that game, but so far it's blown me away. The story is incredible. The graphics are unreal. Just there was so much hype surrounding that game. Like, oh, because Red Dead Redemption was so good. Like, I wonder what this game is going to be like. And it just, like, exceeded everything. And the graphics are absolutely amazing. And the gameplay is super fun. And, yes, even the bugs. Yeah, so, even the Like, bugs. when you're with your horse. So, just one, for example. You're trying to jump a fence with your horse. And, like, you, like, fall into the fence. And your body goes, like, flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that brings me to number two. Number two has to be God of War uh, for PS4 only. Mm-hmm. The story is unbelievable. The graphics are amazing. And the lore is just absolutely awesome. So if you guys know the God of War series, uh, you play Kratos, who is God, the God of War, a Greek God of War. Yeah. And this one kind of continues the story. And you're in like Norse mythology. So you're looking at like Thor, Loki and whatnot. And. The Norse mythology, Norse yeah. gods. Yeah. And so I'm a huge history buff and like mythology buff. And so like I felt like I was like going through a history novel or like in a history fantasy class while playing the game. And it was just absolutely stunning. And this brings me now to number one, mm-hmm. my top game of the year, which has to be World of Warcraft, the Battle <laughs> for Azeroth. <laughs> and your guys is anticipating laughter. Probably already knew. I was wondering what your your number one was, but I don't know why it surprised me that it was that. All right. Well, for those of you who don't know, I've been playing World of Warcraft since the alpha, which is now many years ago, fifteen years now, Mm -hmm. and like I just love the game. It's got a greatest blend of everything that I enjoy: fantasy and magic and dragons and fighting and spells and and like Lord of the Ringsy ish like type like I, I think that's why i like it so much because mm-hmm. it reminds me of lord of the rings <laughs> and so the story continues and you just it just surprises me um how they just keep on doing great things with the story and i'm a huge nerd so yeah wow is like my number how one. long they're gonna keep milking that game you know i was like Can they get on, to 20 years i wonder oh for sure like for sure they can because like they've got like plot lines written for the next X amount of years. Yeah. And so but it's just like I just wonder like at what point do they need are people gonna be I mean, people don't really care about the graphics in that game, you know, and they've no. gotten better over the years, but not a ton. No, you know, I like, don't I wonder, really care about the graphics. You know, but I wonder at, at what point people are gonna want like a new just, engine and stuff. You it know? just goes testament even for you though. You would stop playing yeah. the game for like for like fourteen years mm-hmm. and then you came back. Yeah. And now you're playing again. Yeah, I haven't been playing it much lately, but like I did enjoy my my revisit to it and I'm I'll probably pick it up again sometime. And just like to finish off with the story right now when they got the King of Stormwind Anduin uh Rin and then the Queen of the Horde, Lady Sylvanas Windrunner, just the relationship and the hatred that those two have with each other mm-hmm. and just like what's gonna happen next. They just released the second phase of the story in this expansion. So it's really, really cool. It's really fascinating. You guys need to check out these games. So just to re recap, which games you guys need to check out is uh, super smash Bros. ultimate on the uh, Nintendo switch, Octopath traveler on the Nintendo switch, 
Red Dead Redemption 2, available for the Xbox One and the PS4. God of War, available for the PS4 only. And World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth was the latest expansion available for PC only, which is the Master Race. <laughs> that's good, because that's the only con- only one of those I have. So, <laughs> Hey, yeah. there you go. Next yeah. year, we, the episode will be Simon Buys a Console. Yeah. yeah. I'm still still chugging on the PS, or on my Xbox 360, rather. I, which, yeah, so I, I didn't prepare a formal list, but I, I want to say that, yeah, I, I, we talked in a previous episode that I really enjoyed Ori and the Blind Forest, which I'm still looking forward to the sequel coming out here in hopefully the next few months. But I want to say that I had like a renewed, renewed, I don't know what you would call it, play of Rock Band on 360 recently and we're going to be playing a bit more coming up oh, here man, it was so much fun and i forgot just how good that game is yeah. you know like, i love rock band mm-hmm. just my favorite memories is when me you and sarah would hang out in like her residence there yeah. and we play uh living on a prayer at bon jovi oh yeah at, like three in the morning and uh Belt the campus out. security came because they got noise complaints about a party yeah and like the, the guy was like this all you're doing that's as loud as you guys are yeah. <laughs> and we're like yeah he's like Okay, carry on then. There's like, no more Bon Jovi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh Yeah, that game's just so much fun. I yeah, which is again testament to not needing incredible graphics or whatever no. else. It's just about the gameplay. So Plus it brings uh, a lot of fin- fran- friends France. friends and family together and yeah. gives you a lot of laughs. Yeah. yeah. And then I also busted out the Guitar Hero three again, played a little Cliffs It Over. That song yeah. is legendary. It's, that that was probably the best guitar hero in my opinion. There's just so many good songs in that one. Yeah, that, legendary. that came without needing DLC and stuff. So, so now on to movies then. Yes, All and right. so I think we should start with you, Cybit. Your top five, yeah, top movies. five movies. I maybe saw five movies a year, which is <laughs> a big improvement, I think, over past yeah, years. You know, we broke you. But the thing is, yeah. yeah, I don't think I saw any like terrific. Like honestly, the my the favorite movie or my favorite movie I saw this year might have been like, okay, I don't know, it's a tough one. I think. Uh, I don't know. Like, I saw a lot of movies that I thought were, like, okay, I guess, this year, right? Like, I saw Venom, which I thought was okay, mm-hmm. and Halloween, the original one, which was, like, cause maybe because I'm not a big horror um, buff or anything, but I thought that was okay, you know, <laughs> worth a watch. Hey, that uh, was okay. I thought... Uh, what was Fantastic oh, Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. I thought that was okay. <laughs> you know, like, it was not an amazing, you know, the, and, well, I guess I saw both of them. The first one... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I would say they were both okay. You know? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so I didn't see any movies that blew me away this year. So maybe I'll have, I got a couple days left here before the new year. So maybe I'll have oh, to well keep chugging. Oh well, then go here. see Spider Man. Yeah, that's Spider-Man. what you're saying. Because it'll be better than just okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm planning here in the next few days. I, I want to go see The Grinch because I've heard a lot of good things about it. And then I may also check out Spider Man. Apparently, so. Bumblebee is actually supposed to be all right. Too. Is that right? Bumblebee. Yeah, the trailer looked pretty good for it and I, I don't I didn't like well, I saw Michael saw, Bay doing it so well so, yeah like the first experience. Transformers was cool just because it was the original and yeah. everything I, I think this one has just a little bit more story. yeah I saw I think two which was two wasn't good was it I can't remember or was it three that was one of them uh, was they're all bad. pretty bad yeah the Transformers yeah. uh the first one was good and then the first one with uh Marky Mark was good I thought really was that yeah. that wasn't two though was it no no yeah I just remember great. two being no. not Shia great. LaBeouf uh was in one two and three mm-hmm. and then four Four, oh, he call was... it was Marky Marks. Okay, gotcha. And then they did five, which is uh, the 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 blast night or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was okay. Gotcha. But okay, so Kelsey, you want to start a song or continue? Because Simon gave us a couple of okay. Movies, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't. It's just. I mean, yeah. yeah, nothing's blowing me away yeah. here. So now, um, I have my top five. 
Well, it's six actually mm-hmm. because yeah. it's all right. Once once I start doing my list, then I'll be like, oh I'll man, I have like seventeen. <laughs> yeah. I'll just go with my five. All right. So number and uh, no particular order. Well, except for the first one. Mm-hmm. So five to two will be in no particular order because I really really enjoyed these ones. Um, so I'm gonna start with bad times at the El Royale, which I talked about on an earlier episode. I think. Yeah, I think you're just saying that you were gonna go see it. Or... Yeah. So yeah. anyway, uh, without getting into too in depth, mm-hmm. it was a good movie. It was one of those like reminded me of playing Clue, basically the yeah. board game, and it was awesome. I thought it was like a very original script, very original movie, and just a lot of fun to watch. Uh, next one would be Ready Player One. Um, I really, really enjoyed that movie. It got me thinking of what the future of gaming is gonna be like and how we could eventually be there someday, where We'll escape the real world and we'll just put on a virtual reality thing and we'll be in a cool fantasy-like world and we'll be doing things, collecting things and leveling up and being yeah. cool and awesome. Mm-hmm. And then uh, number three has to be Solo, a Star Wars story, um, because I really, really did not like uh, Rogue One at all. So I set my bar really, really low for this another original story. Yeah, I really, really liked it, though. I thought it was super cool and fascinating to see an origin story from Han Solo. And, like, it blew me away. I was very, very impressed, but that's probably because I lowered my expectations. (laughs) But it was very good. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, And number two will be uh, Wakanda Forever, also known as Black Panther. Oh, yeah. Um, You want to know something funny? I fell asleep during that movie. (laughs) All right. I quit. I quit. I can't work with you anymore. Um, So just kidding. I don't quit. Uh, This is all this thing brings me joy. Anyway, uh, Black Panther was really, really good. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, I've, and like they're arguably saying it was one of the better, if not the best, Marvel movie out there, which I strongly disagree with the critics. I think Captain America Winter Soldier is the best Avengers movie out there. Yeah. But, um, fight me. <laughs> and then number one, which will be no surprise to you guys. No, it is not a Warcraft movie because that came out the year before, yeah. which is another good movie, which you should all see. Uh, this one has to be Avengers Infinity War. That movie was just awesome. It tugged on every single emotional heartstring of mine <laughs> and is still playing with my emotions. I just, oh, it was just a wonderful movie. My top movie of the year. Go see it, everybody. Well, it's already out. <laughs> Buy it. Watch it on Netflix. Well, you yeah. can't anymore. Yeah, watch can. it on Disney+. Plus. Okay, watch it on when it comes to the new streaming service, Disney+. Plus. Find a way to watch it, especially over the holidays. Mm-hmm. Great movie. That is my top five. I am out until the end. Brent, <laughs> hit me with your top five. Okay. So uh, Kelsey's number one is actually my number five. Boo! <laughs> uh, I, I, I liked the Avengers Infinity War. Just, I don't know. I think I saw like a bunch of different movies, and I'm kind of just all around movie fan. So yep. that one just went to five. Um, number four is actually I, Tanya, which is the Tanya Harding story. I thought it was like really well done, and it... Also surprised me when I was looking up like 2018 movies because I kind of had to remember when all the all of them came out. I did that earlier today as well. <laughs> yeah, so I could because I remember like Allison J- uh, Janning won uh, the award last year for supporting actress, and I was like, oh well, it must came out 2017, but mm-hmm. it came out 2018. Uh, number three is Searching. Uh, it's with John Cho from American Pie fame, and uh, he's uh, just a dad in the movie, but his daughter goes missing. And it's all through uh, technology, um, so it's like uh, through computers and webcams, all that kind of stuff. Uh, they're trying to find uh, what happened to his daughter. If she just went 
missing, ran away, or uh, got taken away. And it's a really good thriller. Um, I would definitely say check that out. Uh, number two is Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, which uh, is a story about Miles Morales, actually, uh, instead of Peter Parker. But he's actually in it, and there's other guys, uh, Spider-Man Noir, um, Peter Porker. So <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's It's got a comic book feel. I would... That that's the movie I would like highly recommend you go see. Not even like in my number one. I just enjoyed like the actual like vision of the movie was really cool. Yeah, uh, it had like an interesting aspect to it. Um, just don't like. Hopefully you enjoy bright colors because it was really bright. But <laughs> it was a lot like reading a comic book. Um, cool. And then number one is a quiet place. Uh, we saw it like earlier in 2018 because. Uh, a bunch of us went as all friends, and then like Simon and them were too scared to go, so they just went and drank. Oh, that was that one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, I just great. enjoyed it. I thought it was an original uh, story. Uh, John Krasinski does like an amazing job. I think he plays like even the villain in that movie. So he does like a bunch of di- things. He does director, uh, wrote it, and acts in it, and he did a really good job. And I generally just enjoyed that movie. He's, uh, that would be my number six. Yeah, um, bad fact. He's Jim from The Office. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He yeah. is. He's in the. He's in a new uh, Amazon Prime series right now. I think it's a, a Prime exclusive. Oh, series. Uh, the John Ryan one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, it looks really good. I've been meaning to try it. I just haven't haven't got her. I'm still crushing House. I'm on <laughs> almost on season six. That's awesome. I'm gonna finish it. Speaking of crushing shows, uh, my brother just finally picked up all the Game of Thrones, so now I can binge watch season six and season seven. So nice. I'm going to be doing that soon as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's uh, a few more days of holidays left to but yeah, that was get it all in. My number six, and when Brent mentioned that movie before recording, mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, I lost my crap because it was like, <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my gosh, I can't believe I forgot about that yeah. one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's a good place to wrap it up for today and I guess wrap it up for 2018 here. And so I guess maybe now would be a good time to say a big thanks to everyone for supporting us this far. And we're looking forward to where we get in uh, 2019 and go to bigger and greater things. And of course, as always, if you like what you're hearing, make sure to bop that sub button and you can follow us on all the usual social media places. And as always, I will leave us with a joke of the week here. It's another winter-themed one here. So how did Jack Frost get to work? By icicle, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good.